You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast, comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the most illustrious Michael K. Easton. I am Jordan Lowe. I'm the most Cliff Barnes. <laughs> I'm the second most Cliff Barnes. <laughs> oh, what's up, guys? Oh, shoot. It's flying high. <laughs> uh, I love how I, I love these entrances when we act like we haven't already recorded three shows. Yeah. Like we're all like, what's going on? Like we've been How sitting here been this week. We've been in the talking, interim since been, I've seen you. We've been talking to each other for three hours now. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of podcasting. Yes. Sometimes you just can't fit it all into into one or two episodes, and you got to break them up and find a new way to start all over again. That's what happens when you add a fourth post? <laughs> That's true. And if you need even more of this wonderful content, become a patron. One dollar a month gets you access to the video feeds of these lies. (laughs) This lie we're trying to sell you. We're all wearing the same clothes we've worn for six straight episodes. Expose us for a dollar a month. (laughs) Plus you get access to polls and uh, funny memes occasionally we post on our secret Facebook page. You can get I mean, Je- Jesse can recommend other podcasts to you to listen mm, to. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Cliff today. Yeah, you did. We're going to talk about that. <laughs> I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing: that we all started by a mouse. This is where the early planning is taking place for our so-called uh, Disney World project. Mary Poppins practically everywhere. As you can see on this map, we have a perfect location in Florida. Called a Michael Eisner. We call it Epcot. I'm there popping, y'all! means family. Family means nobody gets left behind. We know what we hope to accomplish. And believe me, it's the most exciting and challenging assignment we've ever tackled at Walt Disney Production. Fun imagination, huh? Yeah, so that was a pretty big story here uh, a couple days ago. Um, for anybody that didn't hear, Disney, I don't. I was so excited about the end result. It didn't even matter what was happening or where it was happening or who, what was going on. But there was some sort of summit. I don't know what it was about. All I care about is at the end, Josh DeMauro came out as he's talking on stage and, and wrapping it up and he basically says, Oh yeah, by the way, one more thing and pulls out a, a, a lightsaber hilt and somehow guys, Disney has figured out lightsabers again to improve it. Now that everybody bought their ones. Now that I've spent $800 on, <laughs> on theme park lightsabers. That's Disney. You can, oh, you, can ch- you can check out that video wow. from, uh, from a year or t- year and a half ago. Um, that experience we had, but yeah, they have, he's got a, a lightsaber hilt that looks like no blade, just looks like a regular lightsaber, pulls it out, hits the button, blade shoots out, colored, wow. show over guys, show over. And, and, wow. and the worst part of it is. Did you throw yours in the garbage yet? <laughs> they can charge twice as much for that. Oh, that's easily twice as much. Oh, it's worth it. But the worst part is there's no video of it. It was at some form, whatever was happening, I don't even care. It doesn't matter. There's no video to prove it. But what? just Yeah, so all we get are we got a, a a couple little pictures of him holding a lightsaber outside of Galaxy's Edge later on or before who knows when that was taken 
and then we, we just get reports in the this, media. This is what happens with cult members. They believe anything you tell them. So <laughs> you just fake, say, seen a fake we have real lightsabers, and they're spreading the news like gospel. Oh. They didn't even see it with their own eyes, but they will <laughs> believe it to the death. Wow. Sign That's me exciting. Up. Take my money. I'll get one of those babies. I'll be the coolest guy in the neighborhood. Apparently, I'll just be out here. I'll be screwing on my blades to my. Hold on! I've already cut you down. Yeah. Time I'll out. I gotta you. put my blade on here. Like playing with transformers. Hold on, let me transform. Oh, you dig, baby? Freaking. You could probably get a nice even cut on your lawn with one of those. Oh, that's true. Oh man. Hopefully. I'll strike you down baby. so fast. <laughs> you won't have time to come back even more powerful. So yes. Yeah, so well, I mean, we're we're going to be talking a little superhero stuff in a minute, but while we're at it, get to, get through the Disney crap. Disney Plus. We didn't mention it last episode, but Disney Plus has uh, recently added. I was very excited. You guys know. Oh. Uh, a new cat. A new collection to the Star Wars category. The vintage collection. The vintage collection. And which which currently features should have been the furry collection. The furry no, <laughs> that has bad common connotations to it. Um, currently, the first the first thing they've added to it are the two Ewoks <laughs> movies, um, Caravan of Courage, and the Battle for Endor, an Ewoks adventure. Um, also included from the much commentated uh, seventy nine. Holiday special, the uh, uh, the animated feature called the Faithful Wookie that we uh, we did our commentary to a uh, couple years ago, um, and then they've got the uh, the original Clone Wars um, up on there too. So just thought I'd throw that out there while we were talking a little Disney stuff. Did I was, have I was really excited. What's that? Is there any of it worth watching? I I've always enjoyed the Ewoks movies. I know you're not an Ewoks fan. Well, I don't that's hate not, Ewoks. That's not what but he asked. Uh, is there <laughs> any have, of it worth qu- watching? I have questions, Cliff, because I like I play little snippets and clips of of all that stuff, just checking it out and just seeing what I remembered. But in the first Ewok movie, none of them spoke English, correct? Correct. Now well, in the sequel, Wicked, Wicket starts too during the movie. Okay. He's picking up a word. Because in or the two. sequel, there's like one of the Ewoks is like talking plain English, and I'm like, "What's going on here?" <laughs> and that, that's, not only, that's not even the strangest part. But keep going. But not only that, but the principal of uh, oh, mind blank, the bulls. To, Oh, dang it. I should have thought this through. The principle of <laughs> the book. <But> plays... <laughs> oh my God. I th- I, I think the Breakfast Club, like... Michael. The Breakfast yes. Club. Yes. Oh my God. The bull gets the horns. Okay. Yes. It all ties yeah. together. Yes. See, you guys don't speak, Michael. The principle. <laughs> The principle of the bulls. Yes. We figured it out. <laughs> well, is the dad is the dad in the second movie. Yes. Is he an Thank Ewok? No. Is he a human or an Ewok? No, he's a he's a human. So uh the very first movie is about a family that crash lands on, on the forest moon of Endor. The parents are separated from the two children. The two children are discovered by the Ewoks. That's the premise of and it. And, go ahead. I said and eaten. And eaten? <laughs> the second movie, the all <laughs> it gets a little dark. Um, all of the family except the little girl, Sindel, the little blonde girl, she's about I don't know, three to f- well, she's probably about five years old. Um, they're all killed off in the second movie immediately. Yeah. And she... You mess with the bantha, you get the horse. That's right. So then this, in the second movie, she encounters um, Diabetes, uh, Wilford Brimley, in a, in, <laughs> as a spaceman. And they have to uh, team up with the Ewoks to fight 
the evil marauder guys that look like the invaders from that one episode of the Mandalorian where they go with the blue shrimp. So, but, um, there is continuity here, guys. Also with this is the Ewoks original Saturday morning one season that ran of the 1985 cartoon. I don't, I remember the droid, a bit of the droids cartoon that ran at the same time, but I didn't remember much of the Ewoks. So I've been, went back and started watching some of these episodes and there is actual continuity from between these Ewok movies and the cartoon series and Return of the Jedi. They're using uh, Ewoks that were introduced as toys and from the movie um, with actual names um, as characters in the, in this series and the Ewoks movies. And then they even use like there are props and plot devices that match up even though they're wildly kind of different, but and in, in that cartoon, they're even when they speak, they're, they they say things from return, you know, little Ewok phrases from Return of the Jedi half the time. So I thought it, it was a neat little thing in there. I didn't expect them to have as much, you know, in sync at that time. They all kind of came out at the same time, which makes sense. But but just you know, being '80s, I thought nothing was going to match up. And they were all going to be wildly different, but they're not. So it's good. Get your furry on. <laughs> it's good. Well, you just bought yourself like, another Saturday, Bucko. <laughs> <laughs> well, the one the one thing a banner year on Indoor. <laughs> My old man joined the rebellion. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about the surprised. Wicked House. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I, just, I was just trying to. You want another one? <laughs> yeah, I want another one. It's two. Um, we'll go for three. Give me another one. Um, the Ewoks cartoon, the one episode I said it, it had Paul Denny as yeah. the writer of that episode that, you know, has very big fame and animation mm-hmm. and comic book lore and superheroes and and speaking of superheroes that was gonna be my segue but you guys just stomped all over it <sighs> work. yeah whatever you could stay on disney plus and go to the current uh, marvel show i'm gonna start start with good news yeah sure. the good the good series that's there go ahead <laughs> Let's start positively. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We've had two more episodes since the last we spoke. We're two-thirds of the way through. You look like that cat from that video, Michael. He's vibing. (laughs) Somebody get that again. I feel the the club music pumping. (laughs) Yep, good show. Again, it's, Everyone it's layering, hates John Walker. It, it's yeah, it's layering in the, what we said we loved about it, the action, the humor, the politics, the the Marvel lore. It's all it's all working. It's all chugging along together. Yeah, we got a big big end of that episode today. Yeah, I'd seen I'd a lot. Of, see, I'd seen a lot of criticism from from last week's episode about uh, a lot of talk online about people being disappointed with it. This is the low, low point so far for these Marvel shows. And I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I, like I, I think I said this before, I have no perspective. <laughs> I, I honestly have no, I cannot see what, other, from the angle anyone else sees because I'm so intertwined with the comics that it's mm. just like, give it to me, give it to me. I just personally, I found the setup in the first two so interesting. Yeah. With so much potential, and then nothing. Three didn't pay any of that off very well, and it was just kind of running around Madripoor, which wow, we're in Madripoor, how awesome! Yeah. And then it just kind of became, you know, nothing really happened. So that to me, yeah, I didn't love. I could three, see but I don't it was the it weakest was so far. Yeah, it was the weakest episode of what we've had, but, but I still was just into it. Yeah, with, I think Miss Zemo saves the <laughs> saves the day. I think. Mm. I would like to know, like, because Zemo is being Zemo through the whole episode, but for him to be like the hero he puts on the mask, 
Mm. Like that made no like that made no sense whatsoever. Like that's the only time he wears a mask during that episode. Yeah, but that's like that that does make sense to me. Like it's like that's not he would want to hide. You know that that he was being a hero. Yeah, and at first, and that look is so good. I I mean, it is. Jeez, give me a villain with furred collar. Right to to not be a great, or you know, his comic look is not great. Yeah, the purple with the furry boots and the crown. He's like like, he's like an ultra campy Cobra Commander. He's just like he's or what's the guy from? He's uh, like a guy. What's the guy from the Cosby Show? What's the guy from the Cosby Show with the thing with his eyes? Yeah, it's just like the. I heard some criticism just that he's silly. He's being silly, you know, and it's not, he's supposed to be this villain. He was so serious in civil war and what all, you know, how, what he's done to Bucky and all this. And now for him to be so light, but he was really campy in the comics. Like it's not a reach for this character to act like this, you know, to me, he's playing a rich eccentric person. I mean, I thought he nailed it. Yeah. yeah. That, that look like, they, they they keep him in the purple, a more oh, muted kind of purple. The purple gloves, the big chunky belt. Excellent. With the excellent. holsters oh. gives it kind of the look, the comic look, and then to have that collar on that coat match the kind of you know the leopard print or whatever it would be in the comics. Like it's it was the perfect <clears throat> real worlding of a very silly comic book look, and he he looks cool. And in my fictional timeline, he's married to the White Witch. Because he's out here giving these kids Turkish delight. Uh, I'm just like, that, that, that is so, uh, you never hear that. And it's like, uh, and now that's too, uh, I've never had Turkish delight, but I won't, it's so delicious, obviously, if Edmund <laughs> and these other kids can be lured in. Mm. Uh, I kept waiting on somebody to dump glue on his head. Yes, I really wanted that. I did want that. So he's, he's, He's working, I think, as the be- kind of the best thing working in the show. What did you think of Sharon Carter? Because I saw several people say she seemed out of character. Well, is she's she kind of cynical, saying this hero thing's a joke? It's all hypocrisy. She's kind of running with the villainous crowd. I I, I wasn't sure where we kind of left her. Well, I, I, I is she not? I I kind of don't want to. I feel like isn't she going to be like the power broker or something? That's I, I haven't a, seen a people talking about it, but it's yeah. just like she's acted so odd that it just seems like who else can it be? Like, but I mean, that, that's part of the problem for the general public because they're thinking about the last time they saw her was in Civil War, where she was much more. I think well, what it was Civil War, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, she was more upbeat and everything, and because it's like she references, but they don't. People aren't thinking that five years has passed and. All this crap has gone down. Of course, she's going to be a different person. Which I, I guess mean, I, is kind of the point of this show of like what's happened in the past five years has screwed things up. So, uh, you know, not everyone's going to be in, in great, a great place. Yeah, I I think it's great. And this this fourth episode, Sebastian Stan, I mean, <laughs> that blue steel face he is pulling off. <laughs> When he when when they were going through the words and he's just like struggling, he was killing it. It was it was good. You know, he's he's a good actor. He's the best actor on the show. I, think. I did have another question about that. Where he this episode four, where he says it must be really easy for you with the serum. I I didn't. I guess I didn't. Does Bucky have the super soldier serum? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was, I mean, going back to the first Avenger movie, um, when he falls off the train, it's just kind of assumed that they yeah, experimented, was, that's what they were that's doing. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was, it like, was it the same in the comics? Is he a super soldier? I can't yeah. remember. I can't remember. And and I don't think I don't think so. I don't remember that, but yeah. I... In, in I, the MCU, I don't think he's ever been like... He's never been full on Steve Rogers super soldier. Um, some Russian some version of variant, yeah. 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 I just I that kind of threw me because I'm like, wait, was I supposed to know that or did I know that or not know that or 
Does that yeah, make it definitely make like, me the, the more super soldiers you keep throwing out there? It makes, it makes Steve a little less special, but mm-hmm. no, it shows how how it shows how special he was. There he does go. it when he when you know when he dealt with his partner dying, he just cried. Yeah, you know, he just he he just chilled and was just like that sucks. My, my. <laughs> you know, he didn't go he didn't go ape shit. And the whole point is saying like this uh, super soldier serum like accentuates who you are, like right. whatever you are, and and it shows how he's a he's a special person. How you know he was just became even better, and this John Walker is uh, a mess. It, you know, there was a lot of justification today on mm. what he did and how whoa that's what anybody would do no another reason i'd <laughs> like this series to be a little longer like i would prefer him to kind of have to wrestle with that choice and get you know i and again i don't know if the end of this episode is a definite turn for his character into a irredeemable villain or if it's a little softer but like it seemed to have happened kind of fast like i feel like there could have been a longer <laughs> a longer well, descent here i think it had to be a reaction to keep him from being a, a villain. Like I, mm. I want, I want so bad for him to fit what I want John Walker to be. And I think there so far he is what I want him to be. Like, seriously, he is, that character is exactly what I think John Walker should be gung ho trying to be, you know, thinking he's just as good as cap was and, you know, let's go USA. And, but then doing the ruthless thing that Cap would never do. That's yeah. so right. That's the comics, man. That's what it is. So I hope that they could continue with that and that he is redeemable. You know, that's what I want from that character. Yeah. Alicia was actually watching, um, catching up with it tonight. And she, as she was watching in there, that, that those last, I think it was the last episode. She was just like, she, you know, she made the comment. She's like, what is this guy's deal? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, why does he act this way? I said, he's a, he's a soldier. He's used a soldier. to take he's him. A cop. Yeah. He's I said, a, he's a, a U, he's United States cop is what he thinks he is. I, I said, he's used to, you know, just punching his way out of everything. And, and that's what you're seeing right now. So. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember if we mentioned on the last episode about, the most obvious thing, like this is this is what Doctor Erskine warned them about. Right. You can't pick a guy like you have to pick a guy like Steve, who understands power and weakness and bullying. If you pick a perfect, you know, you know, Tommy Lee Jones wanted a perfect soldier, and this and Erskine said, no, that's you're going to get something back. So this is the culmination yeah. of that. Decades he, later. Yeah, he thinks he's cap. It was like, oh, you'd ever jump on a grenade. Yeah, with my helmet, many times. Well, that's right. not what we're talking about. You're a different guy. You did it with some. You didn't jump on it just with your body to save people. You know. Ah, oh, it's good stuff. Uh, he, he's. I know fans have not like, especially like you say, Alicia or anyone who's a more casual fan than we are has not warmed to this guy. They like. I don't know what they thought he was going to be. If they yeah. thought. He was going to be your all-time replacement for Cap, but mm-hmm. nobody likes him, which, as we said, is good. That's what the character yeah. should be. But, like, people were tweeting, you know, angry things at the actor. of Like, you suck. You should stop being, you know, people taking it way too Oh, long. yeah, that's that's where they just don't get the intricacies of what's happening. This isn't yeah. the new Cap. Yeah, really. You know, that's not what this is. And, and by the end of the, you know, couple more episodes, he won't be. I, I imagine it's, you know... I've just always assumed that this, and now I'm not positive anymore because there are only a couple of episodes left. And I think that's not enough to do what needs to be done. But, you know, that this has to come back around to Sam eventually being Cap and this guy being something else, you yeah. know, being US agent, you know. So I'm, I'm curious. I, I don't know. I, what about the um, – I forget the name of the Wakanda people, the Melange or the something. Dora, Dora Melange. Yeah. That was awesome. This is Ayo. A-Y-O is the character who showed up at the end of three and then brought in reinforcements here in four. What a That was excellent stuff. And I, I love the idea of, oh, yes, we – 
like you and gave you this technology. But if you think that we're going to give you some technology that we can't just right. disarm you, <laughs> literally disarm you from immediately, we know the secret how to, you can't use it against us. And I'm very glad they re-explained that Zemo killed T'Chaka, the original Black Panther. Like, because yeah. I would have forgot. I, I wouldn't totally have put forgot. The, everybody's yeah. everybody's just like Scarlet yeah. Witch. Yeah, so I, I it, it may have taken me a while to remember, like, oh, that's why the Wakandans would be after Zemo. That makes perfect sense. So. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah, it. I, I, but it's made for me, is what I feel like, right. you know. And again, three, I feel like didn't hit the politics very hard again, like we were talking about the symbolism, mm -hmm. and like four came back real hard on that of like talking to. Infus Nest, whatever, Carly. Yeah. Uh, that the sh that that shield is a symbol of everyone history forgot. So to hurt, you know, to us, the Captain America shield is the symbol of America and strength and patriotism. And to but like you know, to her, it's like yeah, you're that's there's other people on the planet who don't look at that shield the same way. Yeah, I wanted her to get that so, speech. I wanted her that speech to be when she was talking to Sam, but it was just she's talking to that other dude. But it's like so then that ending shot with blood on the shield. Like, I, I mean, what yeah. a perfect oh. visual <laughs> for what we've been talking about of like, you know, history and forgotten people and uh, what, yeah. what uh, America is known for the good and the bad. We'll say. Yeah. It's Z not I think Zemo's a great character to, to have both a, to have this terrible villain Zemo and then this maybe not so terrible villain Carly to have the opposite, you know, like opposing viewpoints on those of the two ends of the spectrum and to have a, a left wing villain. Like these are like left wing terrorists. Like normally in comics, it's the right wing fascist. I'm going to take over the world. You know, we're the Nazi, we're analogs, yeah. but this is like a different twist on that of like, there should be no borders, you know, mm -hmm. uh, more of a liberal uh, set of ideals that, that that is taken too far that can be just as dangerous yeah so I, that for for the sjw bashers who who, who don't like some of this current <laughs> politics and their entertainment like here's a different take on that i think this series is going to be one of those marvel installments that when we revisit it later yes there will be some weak spots but the story the overall story is going to be elevated by what they do after this you know you're gonna it's gonna make a lot more sense to the general public what is happening here when they get wherever we're going yeah well the other big series um that's kind of running here at the same time is uh we mentioned uh briefly when as it came out is amazon's invincible now have you guys kind of are you caught up on it yet yeah i i did not Okay. Get today's episode. I'm just, it continues without being, you know, full of spoilers. It continues to impress me because I don't know the story. I didn't read these books. Um, but I'm like, I, I watched, uh, today's episode, episode, I don't even know, is it five we, uh, we got yeah. today? And I was just like, man, if this is what Kirkman wrote on the series, I was like, this is so good. Like there are so many, he's shaking his head, but I know they've changed up some stuff, but it's all, it's very faithful, mm -hmm. but I, I swear the show, like if I had watched the show first and wanted to go back and read the comics, I feel like I'd be disappointed. Okay. Cause you're going to get the same story, so, but I feel like the show is hitting things stronger and the comic just, belabors it a little bit or maybe like i'm giving him a little too much credit because i haven't well he may it. be he may be going back and doing yeah, this correcting. He's, yeah. he's fixing things he you know is it still that be the show because it has a limited amount of time is it just condensing things and doing them faster or the book be. is more of a slower slog but like this fifth episode uh with titan that that yeah. story that was a single issue in the comic and it's this exact same story oh man it was great but it feel like I, I went back and flipped through my my compendium looking at it after i watched it and it was like there's panels that are just all dialogue and the action like the splash page was just kind of a little quarter like when they 
bust through the window in the office yeah. and like they were here to say that like it just wasn't as big in the comic so i mm. again they were still very early in the comic run he was still figuring it out but the show i think it's worth a read i'm enjoying the comic but i i, I i'm glad i did it <laughs> i'm glad I did the comic first and now i can watch the show because yeah. i don't i don't know how my opinion would change yeah, yeah is, i is the mm-hmm. show starting to uh produce more sales for that down at your store uh somebody bought a couple back issues the other day i think i don't know if they were trying to scalp them or what ebay them or something i, I had a, i think it was a week or two after the show came out i had seen issue number one and was going for some high dollars um you know but I don't know. I just, the, the storyline, the complexity of the storyline, I'm really enjoying. I, I don't want to say I enjoy, it's a fresh take for me on a, on a cartoon show like this to see the heroes lose, you know, it's ultra violent, whatever. I Okay. Sure. But, but to see them lose now and again, to see them, you know, take it just as hard as some of these villains that we're so used to do, it, it, it I've just enjoyed it. So it, it kind of reminds me of the Young Justice cartoon mixed with the violence of the boys. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, like, I, I the first episode I watched, I felt that, that kind of Young Justice feel with it. So. Just with the, um, you know, the, the character types, the power sets are, are, you know, pretty common stuff. That's not really the, the focus of the story. Um, but yeah, just the, the way the team putting the team together of these young, mostly young people and the, you know, kind of being mentored by older heroes. It's definitely, you know, the same oh. theming. Yeah. It's good. What's next? Stuff that's not yeah. good. <laughs> Michael's oh, got a C. The CW is in full superhero swing. Oh, I, I, I only watch the, the swing good and stuff. a miss. <laughs> well, we had Superman and Lois debut, and we liked that a lot, but it only had and, five episodes, and all the episodes were great. And then so, it ended. It solid. didn't fe- again. It didn't feel like it ended on an ending point. It was just kind of they stopped and said, "We'll be back on May 18th." In the meantime, here's Supergirl. So they kind of switched yeah. in. Supergirl for Superman and Lois, and it has not been <laughs> as good. It had a 500k drop from Superman to the debut of Supergirl. Wow! So this is season six, the last season of Supergirl. Yeah. They've they've already announced this is the final season. <sighs> and again, I've, it's not all their fault. Most of no. these shows had to end early because of COVID. They didn't get to finish their storyline, so these shows are kind of scrambling to wrap up last season mm. and kick off something new so it, it was always bound to be a bit of a mess but i don't, I don't know if it had to be as big so, as a mess as it's been now i haven't i have not watched these um is supergirl kind of back to season one supergirl on cbs do you like i i criticized that show a lot during that initial it was on cbs that first year if you remember we were still doing yeah. so pro podcast yeah and i was just like the effects suck the makeup costumes suck. I don't like this show. And then as soon as it switched to CW, it got good and I enjoyed it. So are we back to kind of that season well, it's, one the, feel? It's, it's not so much the effect problem. It's I, I, I think CW, as far as their special effects go, have pretty much nailed how to do things on a small budget. Mm-hmm. They, they usually pull, pull it off fairly well. Even like their, their CGI where a lot of CGI for TV, like a TV show can't be that great, but I feel like they do a fairly decent job at it. Um, it, But they've learned how to do things just like with Martian Manhunter and um, Miss Martian. Like they just look like regular people until they actually do something with their powers and then they'll go full Martian. Uh, There's a little weeks that they do hmm. but the biggest problem with the show the supergirl show and the flash show is they spent this whole entire season previous of this one long storyline that was like i feel like both of them were beat to death the storylines and then when they came back they wrapped them up so quickly it sucked 
Like there was just like, I mean, and they decided to give Alex a code name, which is now Sentinel. That is Supergirl's brother or uh, sister. And for some reason, instead of giving her a mask, they decided to give her a unibrow. Like <laughs> that is the best like, way to describe like wild that, eye makeup. Yeah. Yeah. It, it made no sense at all. And they're, they're using simple plot devices to carry the story on that. Like, it, <laughs> does, <laughs> like does every character on Supergirl now, are they all super powered now? Yes. Every Pretty cast much. member. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. And, and no sexy Jimmy like, or sexy no, James is well, gone, right? Well, we got James Olsen. I, I read books and work out. James Olsen. Okay, it's okay. I can, I can trust him with the big secret. We got his sister now because she's she's uh, Alex's girlfriend. Oh. Um, but there's there's things that don't make sense just from like a comic book James standpoint. What is what is her name? Groove into that. Groove yeah. Into that. What's her name? <laughs> But James like Miss Martian and Martian Manhunter both have like tactical superhero uniforms. But there's these scenes where they're just talking as normal people and Martian Manhunter is completely out of his costume talking to her. Like I mean he's got clothes on, but she is still in her she is still in the same superhero uniform that she's wearing for the whole episode and it's like that doesn't make any sense at all. And then there's like another scene where you got Dreamer and Brainiac and Brainiac uses an image inducer to look normal. Mm-hmm. So why, when it's just the two of them, why is he still looking normal? Why does he not look like Brainiac with the green skin? Like that's not that high dollar effect. Just little simple, small tweaks like that are like yeah, very problematic. Yeah, not neither of the shows are doing a great job mixing the superhero-y stuff and the everyday life stuff for sure. But Cliff, you'll like they address the Ralph Dibney situation of not having that <laughs> actor. Yeah, that was that's great. right. He he got fired. Yeah, so early in the season, they just had somebody say like, because Sue had been framed for murder mm-hmm. at the end of last season, and yeah. they just have somebody say, "Oh, her and Ralph are way off the grid." Just basically, well, we'll never see them again because they're running for their lives. But like a couple of episodes later, Ralph came back or Sue came back with Ralph and he had been melted in a fight. So like it was just a special effect of a blob of like Play-Doh. He was like, like he couldn't talk. So they didn't need the actor. So they put him in like a healing chamber and gave him a Daft Punk helmet and like sealed sealed him up like to heal. Wow. And they had him talk like this. Well, good night, Flash. I'll see you again. Never. And they wow. and they had him leave, but without ever having to have the actor on the on the on the show. Ralph went back to his home planet. <laughs> but ostensibly, he he's trying to solve the mystery and get Sue. You know, who, mm-hmm. who Sue had been framed for murder and save her. But that's they're having their own adventures that are not being filmed right now. Wow. But yeah, what Flash has done with Wells has driven me crazy. Oh, his, what are you talking about? I mean, this is his normal thing. We we kill off a Wells and replace him with another Wells, and that's fine. But they've done it like three times. They had the Council of Wells, all the multiple mm-hmm. Wells. Yeah. And they yeah. had an episode where they all got put into Barry, which was a fun... He was doing impressions that, of all of them. That frustrated me so badly. <laughs> That episode sucked so horribly. So, <laughs> so the original Wells had to sacrifice himself to kick off to get the artificial artificial speed force back up and going. Whatever scientific hoo-ha. So he sacrificed himself to get the speed force, and then another Wells immediately returns in the next episode. Oh, but it's the very original Wells from okay. that. He's the one that was originally killed in in by the reverse flash. Yes. The very original. So then we have another long goodbye where they, I swear there was like montages of his history and music and like goodbye. And like you think, okay, the actor must be leaving now and they kill him off. And immediately the, the other, that then the, that's when the original comes back. So they, they've oh, killed okay. him off yeah. 
twice now and brought him back three times. <laughs> they keep toying with my emotions. You can't have a 10 minute goodbye Wells sequence. Yeah, over and over again. The last Wells was, that was so stupid. Like, okay, I'm going to go relive the time that, you know, up to the time my wife dies. I'll just see you guys. I can now travel. But again, I, I feels like everything squeezed in just to get it over with yeah. the previous storyline to wrap it up and to start new stuff. They've introduced a few new villains and the one, I don't know, the one thing that I will say that I've enjoyed and I th- I've thought was kind of humorous is that Kate Kate Snow has separated from her Killer Frost persona. Right. There are actually two people now. What? And they're trying to yeah they're they're actually roommates now. Oh my! And they're God. trying to, it, but it's it's funny watching the actress play both roles. Like, I actually kind of get a kick out of that. <laughs> wow. But they're starting to, like, pull stuff from more recent comic book storylines. Now they're introducing all these different forces of, like, there's the speed force, there's the still force, there's the stage force. And, and they're, they're incorporating all that stuff, but they're not doing a very good job of it. Like I've been, I've been fast-forwarding through most of it because it doesn't make any sense to me, so... Well, this last episode, um, Cisco and Chunk like go back in time to the '90s, and I was super excited. I was like, "Yes!" It was completely wasted. It was so dumb. Like basically, all they did was, and tell me how this makes sense. They've dressed in what they thought were '90 clothes and acted like they were in high school. Like it just—it was dumb. The force was not with them. No, it was not. But wow. the thing that made me mad about Flash is like the one episode, like I totally hated it. I was like, I'm done with it. And then I watched the next episode and it totally brought me back. I can't even remember like what it was, but there was something that was. You like, don't remember the one you liked, but you remember the one he, he ate. <laughs> my brain is fried, dude. I have been delivering too much this, stuff. This lately. show is just has you on an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. But I mean, like, it was like, it choked me up. I can't, I can't remember, but I know I got choked up. But then in the next episode, I'm just like, I'm done. And then Supergirl, like Supergirl's back, but she gets thrown it. Like the, the best thing about Supergirl was John Cryer's, acting as Lex Luthor like he gets put on trial and he gives this like total jerk speech that is like like I mean he is hitting all these like notes of this bravado like they have him dead to rights again as we've talked to previous of like he is guilty and he's like they're trying to destroy me you know they want powerful people to you know they're jealous of my success and it's like again it's a lot of what's happening in the world yeah, today. Sounds like, they're just haters trying to bring me down because I've won and I'm successful and I have the power. And he, his argument was successful with a jury. Go figure. Are they going to move him over to uh, Superman and Lois? I, I seriously doubt, at least not a while, because they have the, the, blacks, the, blacks, the black Lex Luthor from Earth 3, Yeah, I'm going to say. Yeah, but I mean, that, we could kill him off pretty pretty quickly i mean they have everybody else in these shows i mean they've rushed everything else just kill him off and put the the guy everybody likes in well i'm i'm wondering if they're going to maybe use that as an introduction to the crime syndicate since like on his earth superman is evil Mm. so i mean they could they could easily go that route yeah hmm but that's the same thing on his earth he was the one that was with lois lane that even has a nod going back to the the original Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Cool. No, not cool. Not cool. <laughs> well, let's let's end on a positive note. I'll throw out a recommendation here before we go. It's not a superhero show, but it is comic book related. Thumbs up to Resident Alien, the sci-fi series. I don't remember if I talked about this on air before. Mm-mm. Yeah. This oh, yeah. Alan Tudyk. I think I mentioned oh, him yeah. Yeah, 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 when yeah, it yeah. first Brief, started. Yep. Briefly. Yep. Uh, it's it's all ten episodes have aired. It's just first season is over. 
I love this show. I thought it was great. Uh, it's based on a Dark Horse comic by Peter Hogan and Steve Parkhouse. Uh, just an alien shows up and has to disguise himself as a small town Colorado doctor to to go through with this mission that he has. Um, it Alan Tudyk is hilarious in the role as as a you know an alien trying to adapt to our world. Uh, his mannerisms, his 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 uh, speech patterns. He he acts like it. He's he is he seems like an alien almost. Um, there is a fun cameo from his uh, Firefly castmate that if, if you might not even recognize unless you uh, were paying very close attention. Of Nathan Fillion has a quick cameo. Uh, Linda Hamilton is in it for a few episodes. Uh, Terry O'Quinn from Lost. You know Lock. John Locke from Lost is in it for an episode. And uh, Alice did he, Wetterling. Did he have an orange? Did he eat an orange? No, he didn't. Uh, he's a, but he's an, he was an alien hunter. No one could tell him what he couldn't do. Find aliens. But uh, co-starring Alice Wetterland, who is, uh, she was the, the female coder on Silicon Valley, has been in the news recently about the, some of this Me Too stuff. And she is she's a stand-up comedian as well. She's really funny. And also, like... Almost half the cast is Native American in this small village in the mountains, and it's like that's that's unique. That's not <laughs> that's not a typical thing on American TV right now. So mm-hmm. to have you know to be set right you know adjacent to an Indian reservation and have the, these characters' points of view is really interesting. But I don't know. It's just the tone of it is so strong of like what you th- you think like you're hoping for him to be ET, the cuddly alien. And he just—he doesn't like humans. He—he's annoyed by us. His technology is way advanced. He thinks we're all morons. But he also doesn't know. He never knows what's going on. So he's very dumb and never knows what's happening. But he's very haughty and like, oh, these foolish humans. And he just talks down to us and is as rude to everyone he comes in contact with. And it just has a nice tone of like, he wants to—he he just randomly wants to murder people. And you—you you hear his inner thoughts where they're like. The, my favorite episode is the Terry O'Quinn one. They they go to an an alien convention for like alien mm-hmm. abduction survivors, and like his friend gets up and talks about, you know, me, you know, these aliens are here because that we're gonna learn from each other, and we're you know we're we're gonna we come from two different places, but we're gonna you know, we're gonna work together, and it's this heart swarming, uh, heartwarming, swelling music, and it cuts to Alan Tudyk, and he's smiling. He's like, nope. <laughs> not gonna happen it's like i hate you all so it's like it, it every time you think it's gonna go to the warm and fuzzy you know lovable stuff it it, it, it skews a little darker so it, it is very it's a comedy and sort of a sci-fi adventure but it's i i just i thought it was terrific for a sci uh, uh, judging on the scale of a sci-fi original drama uh it's it's it was it was well worth watching Well, guys, this has been super fun, but not as much fun as it could have been. So until next time, I am the flying <laughs> Michael K. Give Houston. a CO2 or like a carbon monoxide um, monitor or anything in your house. You can check one. His hair's turned green. Is that yeah. mold in your basement? Let's get I have had a lot of a lot of sun this week, let me tell you. He's fried. Let's get him vibing. All right, folks. Well, you know how it is sometimes. Things are like other things, but not always. So <laughs> I guess that's what that'll be till it's not. My name's Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. <laughs> and that's that. Bye, forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. 
You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udownwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share. Oh, I got a funny story to tell you guys really quick. Because I don't know if it would be good on air. Cliff will decide. Yeah, I'll be the you judge. just gotta yeah, tell I, it. I can record it. You gotta tell <laughs> it. Oh, we're always recording. My buddy at work that I was I was talking about how he has the crazy in law. He's down on Kingdom Avenue, and there's these two meth heads fighting, <laughs> and they're like, "Why do you think this isn't good for the show?" I don't know. <laughs> Well, I mean, Go on. you can use it if you want. But anyway, they're fighting, and the one guy, like, has a duffel bag, and he has, like, a steak, like, saran wrap on a paper plate. <laughs> and, and they're fighting and arguing back and forth, and he's, like, just stopped there. <laughs> the one guy throws all the other guy's crap on top of his mail truck. <laughs> And he's just sitting here like, what am I supposed to do here? So, like, and then, like, they go running off, like, the one guy's chasing the other guy. And he's, like, he stops and gets out, and he's trying to, like, take the stuff off and put it down. But what's funny is, like, when they threw it up, like, the stake, like, hit his windshield and, like, kind of did the slow, like, slide down. And that's (laughs) the prank show I would watch. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking about. So they go running off. Prank my mailman. And he's trying trying to get the stuff off the top of his mail truck. And all of a sudden, this woman shows up out of nowhere. And she's yelling and screaming at him. And she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm trying to get the stuff, this guy's stuff off my mail truck. She yelled at the mailman? Yeah, she's like, but she's yelling at him. She's like, that's my stuff. That's my steak. You don't have enough postage. I can't take it. I was like, I was like, please tell me the steak was raw. And he's like, well, I mean, it was in Saran wrap. <laughs> so she comes running over and like, he's like scooping everything up, and he's like trying to get the hell out of there as fast as possible. But I was just like dying. a swan's guy with his back door open. Yeah. <laughs> Shit everywhere. She was screwing both those meth heads and. One of them tried to steal her stuff from her. Probably. That was her. That was her payment. Mm. It's stuff. crazy in Peaberg. <sighs> anyway, all right. Count it down. Ready?